Isaac Newton and the South Sea bubble. So you had like really smart people buying stuff and, you know, and they were getting, I guess, you know, they're susceptible to FOMO or uh, gullible enough to buy these like dumb assets, you know, uh, at the time, I think the South Sea bubble was like the slave trade or something like that. Uh, and like everybody was buying it and buying it and buying it, and like if you didn't buy it, you're an idiot. So like, I don't know. Do you what do you know about the South Sea bubble? What I know is that it has incredible parallels to this. What I would say is BTC or the the Bitcoin that everybody wrongly thinks is Bitcoin, and it's got this ginormous price, and it's gone from you know essentially zero price to sixty eight thousand, right? And everybody's buying it, right? Bill Gross, the bond king, is buying it. That was news in the last couple months. Uh, Ray Dalio, the biggest hedge fund manager in the world, is has bought BTC. Um, Warren Buffett uh, has been saying that, you know, cryptocurrency is bullshit for five years now. And then like within the last three months, he's bought some company that directly benefits from cryptocurrency. So like, who hasn't bought it? Everybody I know has at least tried their hand at buying some cryptocurrency, especially if you're already involved in the stock market, the bond market, or something similar. And so how could all those people be wrong? I mean, those are the titans of the last you know, big thing. Bill Gross was the biggest bond buyer in the world um, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Ray Dalio is still the biggest hedge fund in the world and is, is buying some BTC. So how could these experts, these geniuses of the past realm, how could they be wrong? Isaac Newton, right? I mean, Isaac Newton, nobody was more qualified than this guy. Not only was he the smartest person, plus or minus 200 years for, of his time, he, he basically invented what we know as calculus. He invented the basic mechanics of physics that you study in like your junior year of high school or your freshman year in college. I mean, this guy literally wrote the book on physics and math um, that we study all the way into college in present times. And then (laughs) for whatever reason, he took an interest in coinage and became the, you know, whatever they call it in England, the exchequer or the, the, the master of the mint or whatever. But he basically became the Fed chairman for the king of England. And in the early 1700s, so this is a guy running the mint, right? So he understands money. Like nobody understands money better than this guy. When you're running the mint, you got a pretty good idea what money is, right? Um, he understands things that no one else of his time understands, math, physics, all this stuff, how the planets move, et cetera, et cetera. And then this bubble comes along or this frenzy, the delusion of the crowd is buying this thing everybody around him is telling him what an idiot he is if he doesn't buy this thing. And he ends up getting involved. He starts trading. Right? Now, trading, maybe it worked for him for a couple of years. The South Sea bubble didn't wasn't just like a month. It was a couple of years. And it devolved from this story of trade between, you know, exploiting the trade of North America, basically, and extracting all this value to shareholders in England to becoming this way to finance the debt. Like imagine BTC becomes some way for the United States to get out of its tax debt, <laughs> right? Um, 
I, I couldn't even fathom that. And yet I'm almost half expecting it. I'm almost half expecting the United <laughs> States to somehow be like, yeah. oh, if we tell people that uh, the United States is going to use BTC, we can make the number go up next year. And if we do this right, we can maybe cancel the, the whatever it is, absurd amount of trillions, like hundreds of trillions that America's in debt. <laughs> Just blow it up with paper, right? Some brilliant guy could come up with that and use yeah. BTC as the way to do it. And yet it would, the whole thing would be a fraud. And who better to know this than Isaac Newton? He's, he can basically walk into the king's court and talk to the king. He can talk to anybody who's a genius and they respect him. The guy's got better contacts and better information than any human. And yet every dollar that he invested in South Sea went to zero, basically. not to zero, but he lost you know, 80, 90% of everything he bet, maybe even more. Because who knows, maybe he used leverage on top of it. So he may have lost his entire fortune on this. So I don't know the exact details of, of exactly how he traded it, but it has been confirmed in documents and everything in history that Isaac Newton lost a ton of money on the South Sea Company shares. So if he can do it, then it's kind of comforting. Because then when you look at Ray Dalio and Bill Gross, God knows who else, Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, when they put their money into this thing, instead of going, oh, well, he's smart, so let me copy that, just say to yourself, you know, uh, do some research. Look into the details. Does this pass my smell test? Forget about Elon Musk and Isaac Newton. These guys might have other alternative purposes. Uh, Elon Musk might have some other reason why he's buying BTC. Isaac Newton was run, was helping the king. So why wouldn't he? Maybe he got caught up in it too far and didn't think it would go down really fast. But, you know, he probably knew that they were basically trying to cancel the king's debt. So why not participate a little bit? But why not just do a little research and find out yourself? The Internet's an amazing thing. You can get all this information and develop a feel, like a, a, an instinctual feel as to whether you're being bamboozled whether the person you're talking to is coming up with valid points that make sense to you. And I'm sorry, but people don't give themselves enough credit. It, it, you don't have to be a genius. You just have to. What's that movie? My cousin Vinny. Did you ever see that? Uh, yeah. The, the word. Wait a second. It's like with that annoying lady. Yeah. Court case. It, yeah. It's, yeah, a, yeah. It's, it's like this Italian guy from the, you know, Queens or Brooklyn or something. And he, and he, somehow gets like a shady um like legal license right he gets his, he passes the bar but he has no experience and he talks like a goomba right yeah so I, he, I, I vaguely remember okay yeah but he goes up against all these like robed white-haired men that speak almost with english accents and they're very uh, highfalutin and waspy and he ends up making fools of them because what he's really good at is drilling down into the details of a story and finding out what really happened. And that's all you need to be. And you don't need to be a genius. You just have to believe in the truth. And you have to have this kind of like Rottweiler dog mentality where once you get the truth, you just kind of sink your teeth into it and find more truths using that truth. And the more truth you uncover, the more enlightened you are. It doesn't matter whether you have a bad accent or your background doesn't look like you're, you know, some smart. None of that matters. What matters is you can take that wisdom and apply it to business or investing or figuring out what's really happening and going, nah, I think this is the right answer. Trust yourself. 